Hi guys, welcome back to the Tell Me Your Testimony podcast, the podcast where you get to hear people's testimony to find encouragement for your walk with God. So we hope you're ready to be uplifted through this week's episode with your host Aida and her special guest. Hi guys, welcome back. Today I'm here with my friend Liz Armour and she's going to talk to you guys today about her testimony. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for doing this. Well, this is really strange and wonderful. So thanks, Aida, for <laughs> yeah. asking me. So before we get too far into it, will you just go ahead and take some time to introduce yourself? Sure. Let's see. Actually, that, you know, we could just talk for about a couple hours. <laughs> Who am I, really? And I've gotten older, so there's a lot more history to that. Um, so, yeah, so Liz Armour, and I've lived here in Cincinnati for about seven-ish years yeah. now. Uh, husband Jeff and daughter Jenny. Uh, who's a good friend of yours and is away at college right now. So um, Hi, Jenny, if you're listening. Hello, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a teacher by profession um, for a lot, a lot, a lot of years now. And right now I have a job teaching at an all-boys high school, teaching <laughs> mostly ninth graders. And that's just amazing, and I really love it. Um, yeah, so that's me in a nutshell. Yeah, that's awesome. So we're going to go back to the beginning of your testimony and just tell me how you came to Christ and if there were any big influential people on this side of heaven that got you there. Okay, because that's such an easy question. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so easy. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, gosh, how I came to Christ. I'll just start there and maybe the, the other pieces will come in. So, uh, you know... Kind of, I was raised in a um, church family, Christian mm-hmm. family in Charlottesville, Virginia, and uh, we went to a little, well, it was a relatively large, I suppose, Presbyterian church, mm-hmm. uh, where I learned that you know God was this you know kind of awe-inspiring um, figure up in the podium with the black robe, uh, and and that's kind of how I interpreted the. God, and mm-hmm. then of course, um, you know, Sunday school and the flannel board, little you know, Bible stories and all those things. Mm-hmm. So just very kind of traditional, what you would expect. Um, and then, when I guess I was around seventh grade, um, we and I don't know where this came from because it was not what I would think of as a kind of uh, Presbyterian kind of thing, but we had this lay renewal team come to our church, and this was in the 70s, so -hmm. this was kind of in the, you know, Jesus movement, so maybe this all kind of makes sense. Uh, They had guitars, (laughs) never seen a guitar in church before, Uh, and they were singing about Jesus being their best friend, um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, like a bridge over troubled waters, and I thought, what is this? Mm -hmm. I had not ever encountered this kind of personal relationship with Christ before. Um, and so at the end of that weekend, uh, they had an altar call, again, very atypical for <laughs> our Presbyterian church. Uh, and I remember going forward and just um, kneeling at the altar and crying, being swept kind of up with emotion and not really understanding all that was going mm-hmm. on. Um, so for me, that is kind of the, the moment where I think, okay, that's where I met Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I thought about it a little bit, I thought, wow, that seed could very easily have withered. Um, but then there were other people around who, that had, weekend had been actually transformative for many people in our mm-hmm. church, I think. Uh, and there was one guy, Frank Burke, who decided he was going to take over 
uh, the uh, youth group and call oh. us the 789ers <laughs> and you know met weekly at his house and just a time of fellowship and growing um, and he himself was kind of newly committed to mm -hmm. Christ and so um, kind of you know, helped us on that journey and and just that was a big piece of my social life actually yeah. for that next year or two and so for me that was just really foundational. Um, it was kind of cool for you guys to just all go through that together because I feel like some parts of our walk can be kind of like solitary, but when you have moments like that of we all went through that weekend or that point of like we can all move forward together. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. And just knowing that there were other people in the church who, uh, and actually it was just really interesting now in hindsight to, to look back and see just all the ways um, I think the spirit was moving mm -hmm. in different people's lives. Yeah, um, yeah. that's awesome. Um, so then from there, you kind of talked about maybe that first early moment, but maybe if you have others of just when you realized that God was like working in your life specifically or talking directly to you mm -hmm. and stories like that. Uh, yeah, I think, boy, when you look back and you, you know, I so wish uh, that, you know, growth in Christ was just this great linear thing and mm -hmm. you just kept on moving and wow, it just seems very much like a tangled ball of yarn sometimes. Mm -hmm. As I look back, I'm like, well, okay, then maybe he'll untangle that or show mm -hmm. us the big picture yeah. on the other side. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I think directly after that, um, it was um, certainly, I knew I was going to say this at some point, books mm -hmm. for me. Um, books have been a great friend for mm -hmm. me all of my life. And, and little pieces, and now as I look back, I'm like, oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was planting those seeds even mm. before. I remember I used to, um, you know, again, the minister in the black robes up on the, you know, the podium mm -hmm. in our church. There was a teeny little library to the side of that. There mm. was a door between, you know, the stage um, and the library. And I used to beg my parents, and this was, again, before that kind of pivotal weekend, can I please just go sit in the library and read during <laughs> church as opposed to sitting in the service? And occasionally they would. And I remember finding these books on the shelves, and they were the Narnia books. Mm. And sitting in that little library and reading those books and just getting, they just really caught my imagination. Mm -hmm. uh, and I could, I, and of course, I had no idea. I remember feeling very guilty uh, at some point later that I wanted to go to Narnia when I died instead of heaven. So <laughs> I clearly was not picking up all the pieces uh, that C.S. Lewis meant there, but I, I you, you know. got some of them. You well, knew that there was something after death. That's something. <laughs> I mean, maybe in ninth grade, I was like, oh, yeah. I get it. <laughs> then, of course, I was yeah. moving on to more C.S. Lewis, mm -hmm. mere Christianity. Um, and then I think just, you know, lots of little bits nature for me. Mm. Um, God's always been um, powerful. I could always hear his voice clearly, more clearly out in nature, whether it was just, I just remember another youth event where, I don't know, we went away somewhere to Stanton for some youth thing. And then my friends went off to go horseback riding and I chose to just sit in a field under a tree, <laughs> read a book. Mm -hmm. um, and for, I don't know, there was just something special about that afternoon. Mm -hmm. I think I was reading Mere Christianity uh, and again, just all those pieces were just like, oh, wow, this is real. This yeah, is real. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I definitely am not the kind of person to just sit and be still like that. <laughs> so I'm glad you can because being that still and like just being in a field. So that's awesome for you. I need to work on that. Um, not really. You don't need to. <laughs> well, he kind of tells us to be still. <laughs> well, <laughs> being being yeah. still is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So 
And like looking, like, did you realize at the time that that was God, or does it take you going back to realize, like, oh, those were him putting those books or those people or those experiences in my life, or did you know it right then? I, I don't know. I think my my instinct is I think I I think I recognize. That. I mean, maybe not early on, but mm -hmm. I think by the time I was maybe in ninth grade ish, I was my eyes were kind of open to that. Okay. Um, I think a lot of times throughout my life I've been blind to that and it is in hindsight where I'm like, oh. Yeah. I was even thinking of this morning and just thinking, why in the world has Aida started doing this? And isn't this interesting? <laughs> and here I find myself mulling over these questions. And I was just saying, I was thinking of, oh, using some of these questions and having the guys that I'm teaching, you know, starting to ask those questions. And I was mm -hmm. like, wow, you know, who knows how way leads on the way with God, like mm -hmm. where just the idea that you ask me these questions and then I start asking them and then they start right the know, trickle just, effect of where you don't know what the like you don't know why you read that book but then it impacted you like years later and you're like oh that's why I read that or that's why that yeah. stuck out or that's why this yeah that's really cool yeah like why did you start this project who knows you, right. you may know you right. like, okay I'm yeah I just I feel wanted kind to do of yeah. nudged yeah. and I'll do it and we'll see where it goes yeah that's awesome. So before we get to like now, are there any big moments between, you said like ninth grade and mm -hmm. now that you want to talk about or take time? Hmm. Again, there have gotten to be a lot of those years in between <laughs> there now. Uh, I will, I guess just to, you know, again, I would love it if my life were just this trajectory where I just grew stronger mm -hmm. and wiser yeah. or whatever. And I do feel like around 10th grade um, I don't I don't know what the change was actually maybe I do I think it was again Christian community mm -hmm. uh, and that kind of fell away um, the fellow who was you know doing youth group that petered out or he moved or something mm -hmm. um, and there wasn't for the older high school students there wasn't something my friends I didn't really have anyone other than maybe one friend who was really uh, strongly committed to Christ and I think um, then ju that just you know, yeah, who knows? It's, it's interesting to look back mm -hmm. and realize, wow. So I kind of started wandering, um, mm -hmm. I think not intentionally. It's just uh, that unintentional yeah. drift that can happen. Yeah. Uh, and then you just find yourself, uh, the, the church that we were in didn't really have a strong, strong focus by that point. It had also kind of gone through some growing pains and some, you know, division and all kinds of, you know, lovely things that can happen. Um and so I found myself going off to college even a little bit, no, a lot, drifting, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, and just, it's funny, because I look back now and I think, how could I have had this reality and understood mm -hmm. earlier and then let years go by? And, you know, I'm, I'm a wise 18, 19, 20-year-old, mm -hmm. and yet be pushing that to the background as if that is not even mm -hmm. a thing. Yeah. Um, but, of course, you know... Um, human nature being what yeah. it is, we have a lot of ways of hiding, and I think, I think I was just afraid, and I just think I couldn't. Um, yeah, I think I was. I, I think I was afraid of turning around and facing mm -hmm. God and facing Christ. Yeah, of course. In hindsight, thinking, what in the world did I right. think was going to happen right. other than being, you know, right. wrapped Met, in yeah. arms yeah. that were going to love me? I always um, think of, like, the prodigal father just running <sighs> to his kids. Like, that always gets me every time that he runs to us, and it's like, oh, that's crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So what was that moment that got you to turn around? Then? Yeah. Again, it's so crazy because um, it was just a small, I don't even know. I, I remember I had graduated from 
college, mm -hmm. was working up in DC, had a you know, duplex with a friend, <laughs> working in the Department of Energy. So I was doing the things, you mm -hmm. know, and um, feeling independent, and um, but still just, you know, I, I think at core I just realized, and it was mostly relationships with guys, because I could see then that I was like, wow, these just keep messing up. Mm. And I just didn't have my feet underneath me well enough. I didn't know that I was loved at core well enough mm -hmm. to be able to love someone else yeah. well enough. Um, and I think, you know, maybe six months out from that, it was around September after I graduated from college, I just realized this isn't working. Mm. Uh, and I could see my life kind of like, wow. Um, and so I just remember getting on my knees in my room because I was like, I don't know how you do this. Uh, <clears throat> you went back to the altar. You're like, this I is did. what I know. <laughs> I was like, mm. And I didn't have friends around me at that point who were following Christ. It was like, I don't know how to do this, God. I'm mm. just going to tell you that I, I here mm. I am. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and then again, it was very almost formulaic. I didn't. It wasn't like, oh, I was magically swept up and then, you know, people came around me. It was like, well, okay, now what do I do? Yeah. Well, I guess I find a church. Mm -hmm. And so then just looking around, like, okay, okay well, here's a Baptist church. It's yeah. kind of close. Let me yeah. go there. And it's so funny. I've never had to find a church. Yeah. Like, like, I've just always had that community around me. And so I cannot imagine being like, oh, I have to go do this and find a I church. I know. And just kind of go in yeah. and, okay, I guess I'm supposed to go to the singles group now because yeah. I'm single. And, <laughs> you know, it just is very strange. Yeah, but that's crazy. And I think, you know, all throughout my life, I think even to now, I still keep wondering, like, how does this tension work between our actions, what we do, our will mm -hmm. and God's will yeah. and the two working together and they mm -hmm. very much do. But boy, I think it's very much a mystery because to me it feels like, well, I was doing all that work and it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he was, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, he was all <laughs> over that, but yeah. But yeah, mm -hmm. and actually, okay, this will sound dorky. There was a body and soul aerobics class oh. uh, going on close to me. And again, this was in the 80s. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so that was a thing. It happened at a church close to where I lived so I could walk there. Um, and those ladies, who were actually young women, uh, who ran that class, it was just this lovely dance class for, you know, contemporary Christian music, and we would do aerobics. And, um, but it was just so sweet. Oh, I forgot. That's how I ended up at the Baptist church, because mm -hmm. that's where they went. Okay. So, yeah, 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 as way leads on gotcha. the way. Um, and then it was just kind of... Um, Again, just that slow turn of almost like a, a, a ocean liner that maybe takes a little while to get turned mm -hmm. for me to like, okay, what does life look like now? And now, mm -hmm. yeah. So that's awesome. So then we've talked kind of there. If you want to jump to where you are now, or if there are any other big moments before mm -hmm. we get to now that you want to. It's funny, I was thinking uh, again of just, um, you know, events over those years. Um, certainly, I met my husband mm -hmm. maybe six months mm -hmm. after that. Oh, okay. And so that was a critical piece. So it's interesting. So we've been together now a lot of years. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm pushing 40 years, I guess. Um, That's awesome. And so it is interesting that, that he's been kind of my... And, and I remember that one of the things that struck me, because I had not had really any um, kind of Christian relationships up till that point. Mm -hmm. I remember we went out to eat and uh, he took my hand and said the blessing and I was like, whoa, <laughs> what this is, is this? So cool. So, yeah. um, so he's kind of been my partner through all that. Um, we've had a lot of chances to do a lot of adventure kind mm -hmm. of things and sailing and sailed across the ocean and back and um, 
But it's funny, as I think about that, those to me are not kind of the pivotal spiritual moments, mm. although they are the, and this is one of the things I think I learned from Jeff, because he's, of course, been very influential, mm. is is the doing and mm. putting your money where your mouth is. I'm very much, I could just sit in a quiet room with my book and a little cup of tea and just pray, and just feel all spiritual and be so spiritual minded, I'm no earthly good. And, <laughs> and he's the kind of like, okay, then, then let's put her in motion. If mm -hmm. we feel, you know, if we know that God is looking out for us, then we should be able to take some calculated risks at mm -hmm. least and try some things. And why are we afraid? Like, yeah. If Christ is, loves us and ultimately has our eternal future in our hands. I'm like, oh, okay then. So yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that probably like taught you a lot of like, oh wait, Wait, what? Yeah. I know. Like, Because it's one thing to say it. Yeah, and then the way I like, oh, actually, now we have to do that and take that risk of... Yeah. yeah, and and he would often... Um, he was very much interested in camping and wilderness things and rock climbing and rappelling and all those Goodness things, which gracious. were all new to me. Yeah. Um, I liked nature. But <laughs> You're I like, not it. this much, not this <laughs> close up. a lot of like, nature. I don't want to climb it. I just <laughs> want to sit in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or on top of it. Yeah. Um, but like there are just and so many metaphors. I'm a kind of a metaphor kind of girl, but that mm -hmm. that I learned, and I think I had to learn them that way, almost with muscle memory. So, mm -hmm. for instance, like um, when we'd be repelling, and and we would take kids and do this. So mm -hmm. I got to see this um, in other people's lives too. But um, you know, and you'd have a you'd have a harness on, and then you'd have the rope going to the person who was belaying you, and you would have you know as the Repeller, you'd stand at the edge of the cliff, and and you know the instruction was you know you just kind of start backing down the cliff and kind of getting yourself at a ninety degree angle to the cliff, um, and trusting that that harness and the rope and we had learned a whole lot about mm -hmm. you know the rope and the breaking strengths and the whatever and they were clearly anchored in and all that good stuff, um, but the, of course the tendency is to just muscle that rope, like to just try and hold on. Mm -hmm. and, and the way you do it safely is you just let go and you just like let yourself sit in the harness. That's really the secure mm -hmm. place. And I just think of that so often, even now, of things where that I'm trying to kind of muscle mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh wait. Let me just sit. It's about letting go. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. But you're like, but no, I can, I can do this. And I can do like, this. No. I know. Let me, let me do right. this. I can get this lesson plan. I mean, even <laughs> yeah. little things. Yeah, you know? I can do this. I can yeah. push through the day. And it's mm -hmm. like, mm. wait, let me just sit and come <laughs> back. Yeah. That's it. So then, how is God still working in your life now, and who is He currently using to point you back to Him? Well, it's funny. Again, I was taking the trash out the other day, <laughs> and I was reminded of, you know, this is like eight o'clock at night, and and uh, I just looked up in the sky, and there was Orion's belt, and the sky was really clear. And I was like, oh, wow, you're here. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think I just, and then I was like, oh, wait. What I'd been thinking about over the past days before that was, gosh, God, I know this sounds dorky, but I know nothing really sounds dorky to you, mm -hmm. that I forget about you. Like, mm -hmm. I'm great with my morning quiet time. That is because that's my sweet spot anyway. Um, but as the day goes on, from about three o'clock on, I'm like, hmm. And then I end up waking up in the morning and feeling like my first thoughts are kind of like, wait, oh, wait, I'm not really sure. I, and I know it, it's not about emotion, it's not about I don't have to sense 
Jesus being close mm -hmm. to me, you know. But it is just that, like, oh, wow, I didn't acknowledge your presence mm -hmm. from maybe about 3 o'clock on. Yeah. And, and, and so I just asked him, I was like, I, I think actually that's something that I'm, I, I would like to change. Can mm -hmm. you help me yeah. with that? And again, it was one of those moments of like, I've been just trying to muscle it. I'm mm -hmm. like, I know, I'll set reminders on my phone. Yeah. I'll do this, I'll do this. And I was like, I don't actually know that I asked you to yeah. help me. Yeah. <laughs> so I can definitely see that because like you do like the morning Bible study and you're yeah. like, I see God here and I'm going to start my day with God. And then you're like midway through your day and you're like, yeah, I left God at the start of my day. Like, yeah. yeah. And clearly he's right there. He's there, but, but you're not being like, oh, that was you. Or that, yeah. And I'm like, oh. Walking in rhythm. Yeah. But then, I, and it sounds, again, just so simplistic. And I was like, oh. Because I had asked him about mm -hmm. that. And so then just recognizing, oh. Several times throughout mm -hmm. those days, I was like, I, all of a sudden, I would be like, oh, wow, you are mm -hmm. here. And I was like, he's here he's all the time. Yeah. He's answering my prayer. Yeah. Like, somehow. And I'm I forget that, mm -hmm. that he really does literally love answers to, our prayer. Literally, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he likes to do to help. Yeah, yeah. Which is this crazy. is not just a yeah. mind game. It's not mm -hmm. just a healthy, balanced lifestyle kind of yeah. thing. He's actively engaged in what we ask of him. Wow, yeah. which is crazy. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So going back to early you, like if you can like picture her or whatever, mm -hmm. what would you tell her? It's funny because that makes me think, what would I tell Jenny? Mm -hmm. If you want to answer it. Yeah, you yeah. can answer it that way too <laughs> yeah. if you want. Or just, yeah. And I guess, you know, the things. And it's, it's, just, that, it's just that you can trust him. Mm, yeah. yeah. Jeff had a little red slip of paper he kept in his wallet and eventually lost it somewhere over the years. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, trust him when dark days assail thee. Trust him when your faith is small. Trust him when to simply trust him is the hardest thing of all. Mm. And, and that sounds kind of melancholy, I guess, like, oh, there's going to be hard things. But honestly, they're going to be hard things. Yeah. Re some really hard things. And he's there. Mm. And he loves you. And you can trust him. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. No, that's the best. Yeah, that's the best encouragement ever. And just, it's so... Like, no, I think especially, like, you're knowing, like, because even when you were little, you, like, knew that God was there, and he mm -hmm. looked like the priest in the robe, and, like, but knowing, and, like, seeing how he's changed over, and now he's, like, this friend, and getting to know him as a friend, and so getting to trust even more, and how that trust has changed yeah. is really cool. I yeah. have this picture of, I know you've seen them, like, of of Jesus, just with this close-up of Jesus just hugging mm. somebody, and it's just, Jesus's face is just so joyous, mm -hmm. um, and I've, I, I think I ran across it somewhere at school, and so I've kept it now, like kind of at the bottom of my podium, so mm -hmm. I can look down, and it really does help reorient me. Mm -hmm. One, to just realize, like, you know, even just in the middle of work, where I'm getting you know, frazzled, or mm -hmm. the guys are like, I'm like, ah, you guys, just do what I want, make it easy for me. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I just see that, and I'm like, oh gosh, mm -hmm. he loves me. Mm -hmm. And then the same thing, I just look down at that picture, and I think, oh, he loves them, mm -hmm. and he just wants relationship with them, mm -hmm. and at core, that's, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And he's going to search and search and search. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah. I think realizing that he's on our side too. Like yeah. sometimes, like when you said like he answers your prayer, it's like, because he's on our side. He want, he is literally for us. And so just realizing that he's there and not only is he just there, but he's there for us. Like, yeah. of, like yeah. he wants to see us seeing him in every part of our day. And like, so yeah, that's really cool. I, and that 
how many times am I going to have to learn this? Like that, you know, tapping of my shoulder, like where I'm like, what, what? <laughs> and I turn around and it's like, oh, he, mm -hmm. he really does want the best for me. And like, that's where I find the most joy mm -hmm. and the most fulfillment and the best lizardness I can imagine yeah. is in relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And I always feel like it's going to be an interruption or it's going to mess up what I have planned. Mm -hmm. And then whenever I turn around, yeah. But heck, I'm 62, and I'm uh -huh. still learning this. Cheapers, yeah. creepers. Yeah. No, that's good. All right. <laughs> then I'm going to give this to you. Get, ooh. Okay, I didn't know this was a part. I didn't know this was a thing. I'm excited now because there's a large wheel here. So you're going to spin it, and this is just going to be like kind of your lighthearted, <laughs> fun question. Oh, yay. Okay. Yeah. okay. So we end on a happy note. Yeah? Uh -huh. Yep, go okay. for it. <laughs> and go ahead and read out loud. What is it? Oh, my favorite product. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it said produce, so I was going to be like, broccoli? Uh, let's see, favorite product. What's Something my... you would recommend. You're an influencer for a moment. Influence us. Okay. I'm the um, easily influenced person ever, so I'll go and buy whatever it is after this. Ghirardelli 72% cacao Ooh. chocolate chips. Mm. Yeah. Delish. Let's <laughs> go make some cookies. That's all I've got. Yeah. That is perfect. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, Aida, thank you so much. Yeah, this is great. We'll have to get Ginny on this when oh, she's back. Oh, that'd be good. She would love it. Yeah. I think. Oh, she would love it. She's going to have to love it because she's going to be on okay. it when she comes back. Jenny, if you're listening, come schedule your testimony appointment. Thanks. <laughs> All right, thank you. Thanks, Aida. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and found hope through this week's conversation. Check out our website in the description to locate all our episodes and learn how you could be the next guest. See you next week.